The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. So, welcome everyone that is tuning in online. Um, this is Ajahn Sadro here. I'll be leading the, the meditation session tonight. Um, should go for about an hour and a half until 9.30. Um, and so we'll be, after, after I give the, the guided meditation, uh, which as I said, maybe lasts for about an hour or so, uh, you're more than welcome to, to ask questions and just to put them in the uh, in the live chat, uh, just put the questions there, and I'll I'll get around to answering as many of them as possible. And you're more than welcome to ask any question regarding uh, meditation and Buddhism, um, and and any you know, anything else that you really would want to ask. So, uh, just by way of quick introduction, as I said, my name is Ajahn Sadaro. I've uh, I've been a monk for a fair few years now. I ordained in Thailand. I spent uh, spent many years in Thailand, and then have uh, come back to Australia in the last in the last few years. So, um, and now I'm residing here at the uh, BSV at the Buddha Loka Center. So, that if there's no other housekeepings. Oh, obviously, uh, the reason we are doing this online at the moment is because of the current uh, COVID lockdown in Melbourne. And uh, while we were before this having in-person sessions, people coming in and uh, practicing at the at the Buddha Loka Center here, and also streaming online, uh, we've obviously moved uh, exclusively to doing it online at the moment. Um, when that situation will change, we don't really know. Um, but so for now, we will we'll be moving uh, most of our activities, the meditation session and the Sunday talk online uh, for the foreseeable future. Um, and hopefully we can get back to uh, in-person again soon. Um, but we will keep you updated as to what's happening. And yeah, the, but the at least with the meditation tonight um whether you're at home or you're here in person it doesn't really matter you you know wherever you are and if you're in a room full of people or if you're by yourself you always have to bring up that that state of the mind that you're you're that you're practicing by yourself anyway and that you're that you in effect are are all alone at that time so so Meditating at home now might be a little bit more difficult. I understand that, but uh, it's still it's still uh, a good time for us to actually you know, set aside some of this time to actually practice meditation and whatever's happening around us, uh, be it at home. Maybe there's family members there. Maybe you have kids running around the house to some extent, or other people in the house with you. Um, so you may have some kind of activity happening in the background, but just for now, just decide to 
put that down and not pay attention to it. It may feel like even though you're at home, it's hard to switch out of that gear of the things that need to be done around the house or the different duties one has to undertake while being at home different people that require our attention but just for this meditation session the next hour and a half just decide to put it all down and not pay attention to it your house and all the jobs and all the people that are in it they'll still be there after we finish up tonight nothing will go wrong in this time period there's nothing pertinent that you have to do that can't wait for a little while but just as you take the time to Look after your house and look after all the people in it. And to clean your house and to arrange your house and make it neat and tidy and put things in order. Now's the time for you yourself to put yourself in order and to clean and arrange and look after your own mind. So if you haven't already taken a comfortable position, just find a seated position that you find comfortable and convenient. You can either be sitting on a chair or on the floor. And as we start the meditation, just firstly try to anchor yourself in the feeling of the body sitting here, resting. Notice how your body starts to relax and weighs into the seat. You can feel the weight of your body resting against the seat. Any sensations you may feel in the chair, in your body. Those more coarse sensations of the feeling of your Maybe your hands overlapping or your legs crossing and touching each other or your feet touching the ground. Just orient your 
awareness in this sphere of the body. And just notice exactly how it is right now. And start to scan through the body. And take note of anywhere that may feel tense or tight. For example, in your shoulders, if there's any tension there, just relax your shoulders, make them loose. your jaw, find yourself biting down, just try to relax your jaw, or your forehead, your brow, is that scrunched up, try to make all the different parts of your face. Just make them loose and relaxed. Try to release the tension out of them. Move down through your neck and any tension or stiffness that's there, just again, try to relax that. Through your shoulders, and you can move down your arm and just notice if there's any feeling of tension or tightness or rigidness in your arm. Just make them nice and soft and let them hang naturally. Move down through your forearms and into your hands and fingers. Notice if any parts of your hands or your fingers may feel tight or constrained and just, just relax them. Let any tension go and Try to notice the light feeling of the hands resting together. Move down through your back. And this is where you may notice many different kinds of aches and pains, stiffnesses. Any tension, stiffness that is in the back, just try to release that. Maybe adjust your posture. You're not feeling the pull of a 
of a slunched and slouched over. Notice your torso and your abdomen. Notice how the breath is moving through them. And again, if there is any tension there. In every out-breath, just release that tension. Tightness around the chest area. Just allow it to expand as the breath comes in and contract and become loose as the breath goes out. Move down through your legs. And again, notice if there's any tightness in the the thighs and the knees, the shins and calves. And again, you can just release that and relax those areas. And all the way down to your feet. So for the next few moments, you can move your attention up and down from the soles of your feet. Move your attention up through the body, up to the top of your head, and then back down. And Try to notice all the different kinds of sensations that are there. and If there is any tension in the body, just to relax it. Try not to label any kind of sensation as good or bad, pleasant or painful. Just see it as merely some kind of sensation arising in the body. Comes about, arises, remains for a while, changes and then passes away. To just try to sweep through the body and notice all the sensations for the next few moments.
and also pay attention to any sounds that arise. Notice whatever sounds there are in the room around you, or the sound of my voice. Just notice that these sounds are something that merely arise and pass away. can't choose what sounds you hear. They just appear. Sounds by themselves there. Neither good nor bad. They're merely sounds. They're a vibration of air that comes in contact with our functioning ear. It moves membranes in your ear. eventually causes your perception of a sound. Not something that's inherently good or bad, that only comes about when we label the sounds. That this is a peaceful sound or that's an annoying sound. Try to keep your awareness open to the sounds that arise. Just try to notice them without the associated conceptions that you might have. See them as, hear them as merely just sounds arising and passing away.
Now try to broaden your awareness out to whatever it is that you experience in the present. Try to make your awareness very open and wide. And feel all the different sensations throughout the whole sphere of your body. And notice the sounds that arise. And try to notice it from this place of stillness. Just allowing whatever comes into your conscious experience to just wash through. You can feel the rhythm of your breath as it moves through your body. And even notice your visual field, although your eyes are closed. It's not entirely dark, there is still some light coming through, there is still a plane of visual experience. Notice that where you would usually view out into the world and see objects and images. But there is this space of your visual field. Try to allow your awareness and mindfulness encompass all these things that you experience. Sensations throughout the body, the feeling of the breath moving, the sounds, your visual field. And you can also even notice Thoughts as they arise in the mind or images that flutter by. Rest in this point of stillness and notice the totality of your experience without trying to do anything or control any of it.
and try to label any of it as good or bad or pleasant or painful or something that you like or dislike. Just notice how the totality of your experience arises right here, right now, in this space. This is it. This is your experience. Right now it can be no other way. So just allow it all to unfold and be as it is.
as you keep your attention, your mindfulness broad and wide and encompassing, noticing the totality of your experience, the different sensations, the sounds, noticing your visual field and the thoughts that come and go from this place of stillness. Try to determine where it is you feel like you're experiencing these different things. Does it feel like sensations in your feet are down underneath your awareness somewhere? That sounds are outside and far away and over there. Or that your visual field is right here in front of you and you're somehow sitting behind that. Or that the sensations on the top of your head are somehow above you somewhere. That the thoughts you maybe have, the images, they float by your visual field. The thoughts of language, they may feel like they arise near your ears somewhere. Notice where you think it is that these experiences arise. And see if that is really so. That tingling in your foot is down there. And the tingling on your head is up there. Or is all this just arising in the same space? Is all this being known just from the one place? All this is arising in the same place in your conscious experience. can't be anywhere else, can't be above or below, or to the side or in front of you or behind you, all in this same spot, 
thoughts arise in the same place as feelings arise in your body and as sounds arise. All in this one space. Does this space feeling of a point of knowing where do you think that is to look for that point of knowing find where you feel it is Where is the point that you're paying attention from? Where is this knowing attention that you feel is the center of your being? Look for that which knows. Try to pay attention to that which feels like it is the source of attention. Rest is that.
In the final few minutes of the meditation, try to bring to mind somebody who has helped you. They could have helped you with something small, something large. Just try to recollect a time where they gave something of themselves just to help you. Could have been a parent who helped raise you showed you kindness. Or it could have been a friend who helped you with a small task. Whatever it is, big or small, try to recollect that this person took time, took the effort just to benefit you and to help you. They did this because they want you to have well-being, they want you to be happy, so just try to feel how that makes you feel. There a feeling of gratitude towards this person who gave something of themselves just to help you. Try to foster this feeling of gratitude towards them. Try to grow this feeling of gratitude. And expand this feeling towards this individual. Feeling of gratitude is fulfilling. It's warm. It's kind. 
radiate this feeling towards them. Any goodness that is within yourself, you can repay to this person. Try to spread that goodness back to them. recollect that it's not just this one person that's helped you, that many people have helped you in your life. Some have been direct and you know they helped you. And some have been indirect and they may have helped you in ways that you don't know. So this feeling of gratitude that you have for that one individual, again, try to radiate it to others who have helped you either directly or indirectly these people that have helped you have made your life what it is right now These people have assisted you in getting here to this place of peace, kindness, again foster this feeling of gratitude towards them all. This warm, embracing feeling. And lastly, if you feel so inclined, there's one person who you may or may not know who helped facilitate 
you being here tonight. Someone who was instrumental in help setting up part of this system that is the Buddhist Society of Victoria. Their work enabled this center to be here, which has enabled monastics to come give teachings and has enabled me to be sitting here right now and enabled this to be delivered to you right now. This person passed away today. Name was Prem Nawaratana and passed away at the ripe age of 88 at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So Prem, in either a direct or indirect way, has helped you and helped you in something tremendously important. And that's in enabling you to, and helping you and assisting you into having a space to practice the Dhamma. To try to spread your gratitude Again, this feeling of warm, kind, Any goodness that arises from our practice may we share this with Prem and repay his kindness towards us. Just as we now abide in the Dhamma, may Prem abide in the Dhamma. May he abide in the Dhamma until he reaches final liberation.
If anybody has any questions, um, now's the time to, if you haven't already, uh, to write them into the, the chat on the side there. One. Thank you very much, Ajahn. <coughs> It'll be sad news to many who knew Prem to hear that he passed today. So our thoughts are with his family as well. Um, the first question is, how will the mindfulness work when meditating and after meditation when performing daily chores? Hmm. So mindfulness, uh, it is like a, you could say a, a, f a faculty or a skill that you develop um, and that is the the skill of uh, paying attention, but not only but not only that, mindfulness also is you could say a state of being in a state where you one where one is being aware of anything that's happening in one's present experience, and one can be you know sink into that experience of open awareness and knowing. And so that's one of the kinds of states and, and skills that we're trying to develop when we're practicing meditation. We're explicitly, when we're sitting, and we're trying to develop that, uh, that, that, that mindful awareness and knowing of the present moment, be that the breath or the sensations or whatever. And so if you try to develop that faculty well, in your formal meditation, then when you're moving about in your daily life, you will also be able to also be able to actually have that same sense of mindful awareness and mindful knowing towards whatever you're doing throughout the day. So if you can experience that while you're actually practicing meditation, that same kind of feeling, that same kind of state of mind, you can take that into the, your daily life and whatever actions you're doing. You might be washing the dishes or something and you're just knowing that your hands are moving through space in this way and uh, you're feeling the sensations of your hands moving through and touching the water and the feelings of your arms moving and you're not, you're not in a way involved in too many different thoughts that are taking you away from that moment of washing the dishes you're just fully there in that moment of washing the dishes and just fully engaged in that in that activity so that's how mindfulness can that you develop in meditation can move into your daily life it's like it's like if you when you practice the mindfulness in formal meditation that, that's like it's building the strength so it's like it's building strength in a gym to get stronger and stronger by lifting weights. But then when you go out in the world and you have to work and you have to, you know, you have to push a wheelbarrow and push things, you'll be more stronger to be able to push that wheelbarrow around if you've trained a lot in the gym and you've become very strong. So the mindfulness that you develop in your meditation is like that strength that you develop in the gym and the mindfulness in your daily life is the strength that you use for pushing the wheelbarrow and all these different things. Thank you, Ajahn. The next question is, 
how to handle desire to experience some deep meditation experience that I had before. That desire is underlying, distracting me from being in the moment with a subtle breath, with no expectations. Yeah, it's it's uh, that's a uh, yeah that's a that's a hard that's a hard carrot to ignore. Uh, yeah, the the yeah the those previous uh, blissful blissful state great states that you've had before. You know, wanting to wanting to sit down and actually experience those things again. This is you know it's it's quite it's quite natural. It's it's because it's because it was a pleasurable experience you want to have that again it's like it's like if you if you have the most delicious kinds of chocolate cake or something and you've had a had the chocolate cake and it's like oh that's that's great i want to i know that that chocolate cake was really really delicious i uh, i wish i wish every meal that i that i had i could i could eat that chocolate cake so it's a uh, it's a it is a natural desire to actually have if you've had these experiences um, but as you've obviously already noticed it is it, that that desire is an impediment to actually uh, you know, just noticing how the mind is right now so what you're doing at that point in time is you're you're equating you're equating a state that you experienced in the past with what you think you should actually be experiencing now and you know this really this just this just pulls you back into the past and and gives you feelings of worry that why aren't I experiencing this again am I doing something wrong in the meditation now um, why isn't this happening anymore um, and that's that's where you start to fall into the impediments to actually uh, experience that state again so the thing to remember is that state that came about before it came about because you put in the right kind of causes for that state so at that time you may have been not sure exactly what you were doing but you may have been watching your breath and knowing okay well this is what i have to do now i have to just keep watching the breath and this is this is the job i don't have to do anything else i i my only objective here at the moment is to just keep my attention on the breath and that kept happening and happening you kept doing that you kept doing that thing and eventually what happened is you would have slipped into that uh, state of calm what your and so the state of calm was the result that you got from putting in those causes but what you're doing now is you're just focusing on the result without actually putting the causes back in again so what were the causes for that state last time well you were you know again i don't know exactly what you were doing but you were likely uh likely uh, paying attention to the breath and so and that's the thing that you were that you were doing so for us what you for so what you have to try to attempt to do now is not worry about the results that you had before um, the results that you had, those those arose due to the different kinds of causes that you put in, um, and those causes now they're not they're not there anymore. So the result isn't there. So you again have to focus and realign yourself and and focus on putting in the right kinds of causes. So you 
can eventually get those states. But, you know, wanting the resultant state from that, again, will be an impediment. So it's really about not worrying about the results that you'll get from it, not worrying that you'll you know, get the resultant kind of calm state that you wanted. You just, all you should concern yourself with is putting in the right kinds of causes. And if you can put in the right kinds of causes, the results will come about. And if you put in those right kinds of causes, the results that you get next time, they're not going to be exactly the same. That peaceful state that you had before, you're not going to get the, you know, qualitatively exact same experience again. It might be a little bit different. It might be, it might be, it might be better. You don't know. It might be, it might have a, you might have a different kind of experience you may have experienced something like you know your body felt very light or disappeared you might have another the next time that you experience something like this your body might feel very solid and 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 grounded or something it's you're never going to have the same kind of experience twice just like you can't you can't ever you know each bite of a chocolate cake that you had it's it's never it never tastes exactly the same again the kinds of meditation states that you get will never be exactly the same again so it's it's futile to equate the the past with the present and all we can all we can really do is focus on the cause putting in the right kinds of causes and focusing on the on the on the on the on the present moment to actually getting a feedback yeah, you're right. Yes, you, you. So, in essence, you know, try not to focus too much on the results. Just try to focus on putting in the right kind of uh, causes for that. Thank you, Ajahn. In fact, that was the last question okay. we have tonight. So, we'll finish up there. Very good. Thank you. Again, thank you all for uh, uh, joining in, asking pertinent and good questions. And um, uh, the next next thing that we have on online, I think, is the Dhamma Talk on Sunday with Ajahn Nisarono, I believe. And I think he'll be doing next week's Monday meditation as well. And uh, at the moment, it looks like they'll both be online. So unless something happens, you know, something extraordinary happens with the victorian government uh most likely be online again so yeah you yeah just we'll keep you updated with what's happening there um and again uh if uh again we're very grateful for all the all the work uh prem did over the years in the committee he was a president at the bsv for a long time and you know Anybody that's been involved in the BSV in some way uh, knows of Prem and is very, very grateful for all his help. So if we could, um, you know, maybe tonight before you go to bed again, you know, just share share some merits with, with uh, Prem uh, because he was so instrumental in actually helping out the centre here. So, you know, I, I myself, I, I met him. I met him only once. I met him a few weeks ago, and he he actually he did have a he did have a good effect on me. Um, he he was somebody who had seemed like he'd practiced the Dhamma. He was he was in palliative care, but he 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 
you know, fully accepted and was at peace with the situation. And he really did reflect that in his his characteristics and the way I interacted with him. So it's it's very good to see that all the good work he put in at the BSV uh, was not only the physical the physical work, but he did develop himself in the Dhamma, and so that's very encouraging to see. So, if you have the 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 inclination tonight again to share some merit with Prem and so with that we'll call it a night and yeah thank you all again. <laughs>